This is Because Teeth Podcast with Greg Santiago and Cody Preble. All right, Because Teeth Podcast, we're back. Back again with another episode. What episode are we on, Cody? Episode C. Yes, sir. We have a guest with us today, one of our classmates, Mariah. Hey, nice to be here. I was, wait- I was waiting for the come in there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's basically going to be the gist of our episode. So first and foremost, thank you guys for listening. If you've listened to our first couple of episodes, um, we got some exciting, probably, I guess, news announcement kind of thing to mm-hmm. make on this episode as well. So make sure you stay tuned for that. And yeah, I think we just kind of go it. in. Yeah, I'm excited for this podcast for sure. Let's go. All right. So Mariah, let's start with a little background on, on you. Who are you? How'd you get into the whole dental field to where you are today? Yeah, bring it all the way back from the beginning, beginning. The beginning. So I used to work in food, and then um, I didn't want to work in food anymore, so I decided to pick out from a list that a local agency gave me, and I saw dental assisting, so I picked that. They paid for me to go to schooling, and I ended up really liking it. Wait, so who paid for you to go to school? Career source. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. So everything was covered. They paid for it. I wasn't sure I was going to like it at first, and then I really liked it. I worked as an assistant for six months and I decided that I didn't want to do assisting. I wanted to do hygiene because of pay. And um, so I signed up for college like immediately. And then um, I started my prereqs in January 2018. And so you went through it pretty quick. Like you went through like the whole two years, like within two years. Yeah. Of the prereqs. Is that quick? It seemed like a long That's time. That's normal. Yeah, I took maybe like two classes per semester, and then it was just taking too long. So I quit my job and went full-time the last two semesters. Gotcha. And yeah, um, now I'm here. Well, let me let me ask you this then. Um, do you feel like the assisting drove you to it? Obviously, because of pay, you said. You know, that was yeah. your biggest thing, but like... That's like kind of like a gateway regardless, like even yeah. just pay, like you see that and you kind of like want that, like in an office, like being an assistant, like it's like the next step up, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like when I was assisting, it was more like I wanted to be my own provider. Exactly. And yeah, I just kind of, I like how they have their own schedule. They get to have all their patients. They have their own room kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, that was my biggest thing too. Like mm-hmm. when, whenever I was an assistant, like I just like, like you have your own unit yeah yeah like and yeah. and and it's funny because i mean i guess we can just kind of dive right into that because i mean for me like watching the doctors like you, there's a lot that comes with being a dentist or having your own practice and yeah. overhead and staff and you're dealing with so many things but as a hygienist you kind of get that same i wouldn't say the same obviously like one we know pay we know that <laughs> we can establish that but you have that same kind of respect i guess from the patients in a, in a, in yeah. a certain way to a certain extent as well but um, you have that certain, like, you know, you come in, you got your schedule, you make your schedule, you come in, you know, and you have that, um, what's the word? I guess just responsibility. Yeah. An independency kind of thing. Like, yeah. And I, that was my biggest thing. Like, like you yeah. said, having your own room, like the practice that I worked in, it was so cool. Like the hygienist is like all the way back in the corner and it's like nobody ever sees her just walking in, walking yeah. out kind of thing. And it was just, it was nice to have that because not that it's a bad thing. It's not that you don't want to interact because I mean, obviously dental assisting and we'll, we'll have to definitely go into this because me and you both have assisting backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, it helped us so much in the program. Like, I mean, yeah. I feel like that. Like, I think, I think it did. And, and even like this past week, like one of the exams, our, our theory exam, like 
for me, like I knew most of that and I didn't really review too much to be honest with you because of simply just experience. Yeah. It must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So everyone talks about the studying struggle and I'll be honest, I haven't studied a single thing since I started this program. Wow. Not, I have not opened a single thing and studied once. I, I Did you just think you had that much of a background, like that much of assisting kind of help before getting into it? Yeah. Yeah. Like when I went into it, I was like, nah, I'm not going to have like, we're all going to start fresh. Like everything's going to be the same. And I wanted that mindset because I didn't want to be like cocky. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like the experience. I don't. Well, definitely <laughs> clinical. We can definitely yeah. advocate on that. I mean, I think yeah, sure. the, the book work kind of all depends on the person or how much they got, because yeah. a good point is like, for, for example, yeah. like me and you, like I went to, you know, basically a trade school that, you know, it was, we, we had open book exams, mm -hmm. like, you know, I mean, yeah, we studied it. It was more of what you wanted to get out of it in the trade school industry, like part of it, like, you know, you can dedicate how much education or studying you want to it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I mean, you're you're essentially just learning the clinical part. Like to be an assistant, it's just all clinical. Like you're going to learn, you know, that's why you don't have to be, you don't have to go to a program to become an assistant. Yeah. And that's a good point. So um, for me, I went to school for a year and then I took my boards. So that's helped me in hygiene. If somebody did like on the job training, I'm not sure that they could not study and just like take the tests and stuff. But I feel like me being in school for a year kind of helped a lot. Yeah, I know that's it. And it's so crazy because even in my program, like, you know, when I was teaching after I had a lot of students that came to my program to to the trade school program. And it was simply just because of the clinical part that they didn't get so much of that in their one year program that they that they came to, yeah. you know, just just to basically like brush up or they felt like they didn't have enough skills, basically. Yeah. It was almost like a practice for them, like a like just extra. And a lot of the times, like they were already working. So it's not like they didn't have jobs, mm -hmm. but their, their doctors basically would pay for them to go to this, you know, three, four month program yeah. to kind of like brush up on their skills and because they can't sure. spend four hours a day teaching them how to take impressions and pouring them up and getting the right, you know, cause there's a lot of little, little, a lot of little things that I noticed about assisting that I feel like also helps us in hygiene. Like you have to pay attention to detail for sure. Yeah. And to me, I don't know. I don't think all assistants are created equal. So it's kind of hard. I, I can't just say if you have assisting, like it's going to be so much easier for you in hygiene because we all have different experiences. Mm -hmm. One thing for me is like when whenever you're an assistant and transitioning, like you said, everyone has their own specific, I guess, experience with assisting to get into hygiene. But no matter what, I would say that it definitely benefits you in some form of way. Yeah. No matter what, no matter, you know, whether it's, you know, clinical or, you know, not clinical, like I feel like there's some, there's some of, and, and I think that's even what some programs are going to is that they're, they're requiring to become an assistant before. Yeah. There's a lot of them that want that experience first. And I think even specifically they want their assisting program. It's not even like. Yeah. So that way it's like a one, two, like they walk through what, like assisting first and then transition to hygiene at the same school, you're saying? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. That's like exactly what it is. Yeah. So yeah. like if people do want to go in to it, then they have that option to just transition smoothly yeah, right after. Yeah, and it's yep. the same clinic, the same teachers and okay. everything. Because they, um, they wouldn't take my um, transfer credits because, I don't know, we did clock hours and they do semester. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. So you're having that all... The same way that they wanted in the same program. Yeah. That would make sense. Yeah, they basically just want it the same school. It's mm -hmm. easier. I mean, I guess that makes sense. 
It's it's, it's just like a a transfer program in any yeah. like a like a community college to um, go into a four year. Yeah. All right. I guess that makes sense. So. Um, the other thing that I, I mean, that was like a big thing that I definitely wanted to like spend a little time talking about like specific assistant going into hygiene, obviously it benefits, you know, us being in the program, definitely clinically. I mean, for me, I'm a hands-on learner. So clinically it's definitely been a lot easier and I've been able to kind of focus on a lot of things that maybe, you know, like people who are new to dentistry aren't focused on yet. I'm focused on some of the, like, you know, like, like the hand instrumentation, like, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like I've touched a Cavitron, I've never like scaled a patient or use it on a patient, but I've actually held it and, you know, kind of just like put it on and set it up for the hygienist or set it up for the doctors. It just puts you in that environment of being around, like as an assistant, being around all the, yeah the stuff and, and yeah. the hygienist. And yeah. I've scaled people before, just not sub. Yeah. Cause I've worked in pediatric Okay. And then um, Invisalign patients, sometimes they'd have like Paradex chlorhexidine stain. Yeah. So I'd have to scale all that off. Wow, interesting. I would always, for the most part, I would always get it with a handpiece, like a, um, a slow speed. Yeah. You would scale it, it? Interesting. It wasn't coming. <laughs> oh. No, I, I, I like to hear that stuff because there's, there's so, and that's the thing about dentistry. And that's why like I wanted to talk about specifically the assisting to, to hygiene because we have different backgrounds. Like you said, you're yeah. in pedo. In general, I was in perio basically the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I was in general a little bit, but not too much. Like I didn't spend a lot of time assisting general, but um, there's a lot of different ways to do things in dentistry. There's so many different yeah. outlooks, even with hygiene. I mean, look at all of us like getting these different, you know, like we like certain instruments. We like certain ways to talk with patients or certain, you know, tricks that we use or whatever it is. Like there's just so many different ways to do the same thing yeah it's not all cut and dry this is the the way that you follow yeah they kind of give you the idea of it and then you kind of take what you want and kind of make your own path basically with it all exactly well one thing i wanted to um kind of talk about to you um mariah is or ask you i guess is what is your having the assistant background and going into the hygiene program what is like your favorite thing about the hygiene program thus far clinical clinical yeah but what specifically like I mean, I know, like, for me, like, my favorite part is definitely, like, the anesthetic. Like, that was, like, my favorite thing, even though I was super nervous, yeah, shaking I did, nonstop. I did like that until I got an infection. <laughs> you had an infection? Yeah. What happened? I had to be on antibiotics oh, we, last week. Really? Mm-hmm. So what, what? I got a needle track infection. Wow. Mm-hmm. So what was it, what did it look like to you, like, inside the mouth? Like it, it, I couldn't see it. I could just feel it. Like, my whole face felt like somebody, like, kicked me. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, I had to go to the dentist and they were like, yeah, you have a needle track infection. I'm like, uh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But it was fun besides that. But you do enjoy that part, so, <laughs> so that's good. But I love that part, yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, for me, that was definitely, like, my favorite part. Like, with being in perio and surgery, like, you know, watching the doctors, I mean, it's it's not like, you know, obviously, like, from what we studied in our class, like, we're, I mean, the doctors were administering, like, multiple carpials, yeah. like, tens like yeah. like we're, you're, you're breaking double digits yeah. for sure wow. you know but you know it's not that I've never handled the syringe I mean in my practice like we basically did you know not my I shouldn't say my practice but the practice I worked at um we would assist you know we would load the syringe pass the syringe like you know a lot of dental practices I don't know about you but like a lot of dentists they don't want you touching the syringe as an assistant like they usually just grab it themselves they load it themselves like uh I touched it as an assistant yeah yeah um, the doctor I work for now, she has me hand it to her. Good. And then the one before, I would load it for her, but she picked it up and everything herself. Yeah. 
Well, I just, I always liked that because that, yeah. that took a little bit to get used to and you get nervous. Like you can be doing it for three months. Like you mm. could be loading a syringe, but you're still nervous every time you touch it, like for some odd reason or recapping yeah. it or that kind of thing. So I was just, I was always so intrigued, like also to learn like all the anesthetics, like the, the periodontist that I work for, like combination of every surgery, every patient, every quadrant was different. And I never understood why not just use that one anesthetic, that one needle at the same time, but not obviously like now learning it. But I always was intrigued by that. And even them asking, you know, I would ask them questions about it and they would explain it for the most part, but you don't understand it until you like yeah. one really do it. And then obviously like see the, the, the actual like book part of it too. Yeah. It's nice to actually be able to do it because watching the doctors do it, you're always like, I want to be doing that right now. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like one of those. And, and I think it's really cool that we're able to do it in the state of Florida because not all states do that, mm-hmm. which is kind of. It's almost there though. Yeah. For local. It? Yeah. Was it like a couple states, handful? I want to say it's, it's just a handful, handful that yeah. can't. Is it? Nitrous is another story, but yeah. I'm pretty sure for local. Yeah. The majority can. Well, one thing um, that I've learned um, talking with, doctors about it and stuff is you know a lot of doctors are trying to incorporate that with their treatment like the hygienist like if they don't yeah. have a patient or like can you go numb our patient to kind of you know they're you know they're trying to really incorporate it because for a lot of I, I feel like there was a a time a period that doctors didn't really do that like even um one of the practice i worked that the hygienist didn't use um local at all because she wasn't licensed because she was licensed or you know she got licensed a long time ago she only used Orkix. She swore by Orkix, though. Yeah. Swore by Orkix. I didn't even know what Orkix was until we got in school. We used it a lot in Perio. Did you? Yeah, a lot. Um, that was like, I think I told you. Did I tell you the trick about the Orkix? Remember we talked about it? I was like, all right, oh, I got what? a trick with the Orkix. Let's hear this trick. Yeah, let me hear the trick. Case again. All right. So we, for, you know, obviously we did um, free gingival grafts. So you're taking, mm-hmm. you know, tissue from the palate. So tested this idea. We ran out of topical one day. And we had none in the whole office. So I was like, why don't we just use Orkix? And, and doctor was like, you know what? That's a pretty good idea. Why don't we just try that? It's really strong. Like, let's, let's do it. So we used to make palatal stents mm-hmm. um, to cover the, you know, after the graft site, we would put those in. And um, we take the palatal stent, cover with Orkix, basically, put it in the patient's mouth for like two minutes. Almost nine out of every 10 patients didn't feel a thing on their, on their palate which I'm not sure if you've seen much of the injection of the pallets, but that's the worst thing. And that yeah. obviously, you know, our teacher said mm-hmm. that in our, our class, but like, that is like literally like the worst spot. So when we like figured that out or, well, you know, the doctor figured that out, he's like, dude, let's do that every time. Like that is, that is a golden like yeah, thing that you're onto, you know? For sure. So, you know, I think that gets overlooked a little bit. I mean, I wouldn't use that all the time. Like I'm not going to sit here and say, I'm going to use Orkix. That's my topical, yeah. but yeah, you know, in worst case scenario, or if there's a site that just, not taking well, you know, you, that might be an option, you know, put the ore kicks a little bit before and then, you know, so That's a good idea. that was, a, that was the trick. Try it out. <laughs> I like the trick. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I would definitely like do it for, it's just kind of hard too, because, you know, it comes in with a, you know, blunted and, mm-hmm. you know, so it's yeah. not like you can like, it's not like a goop, like you can like yeah. kind of put it on there, but you got to like, we, we used it with the, the, the stat, but yeah. you're not going to have that with every patient. Like so I don't know how you, or something. Yeah, I guess soak it in gauze. Yeah, yeah, that's a good trick too. So I've got a question. All right, let's go about uh, your background so far. Um, I guess like looking at a a future or an assistant who's out there right now, and say they they want to transition into dental hygiene mm-hmm. like you did, but they're kind of like on the fence about about going into hygiene. Um, like aside from the pay, what what would be something that you would say to them to get them like motivated to 
want to switch from assisting over to hygiene? Talk to hygiene um, students and hygienists because every hygienist I talked to, they were like, you won't regret it. Just do it. Just do it. And that's really what pushed me to do it. Everyone's like feedback. Mm -hmm. And um, like, I don't know. I don't know a single hygienist that doesn't love her work schedule, his or her schedule. There we go. (laughs) There we go. There we go. (laughs) But um, yeah, I don't know. My advice would be just if you're on the fence, just do it. Just do it. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I, love I mean, that's always the best way to get out there when you're when you're kind of questioning anything, you know, you yeah. don't know until you just go for it and try, try it. it for sure. Yeah. Worst thing that can happen is you fail and then, and and then it's then up can, to you to keep going. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, and actually, you know, just side note, like for me, I was at the point where I was done applying because I had applied, I think, two years. I think the first year I only applied to um, my local college at the time, but it was like one of the hardest schools. Like you literally it's. 3.9 nothing below yeah I, and I, I skipped that school on purpose <laughs> yeah and I tried the first year and I was like I mean I knew I didn't but I figured like maybe my assisting would help they don't consider any of that nope. so then the next year I was like okay like I retook some classes and I, I went up I was I'm not even gonna say my GPA on here yet but <laughs> um, I went up I retook some classes that I didn't do so well I was able to and still no shot. And I think I applied at that point to two schools and I didn't hear back from either one of them. And I was like, okay, like, I don't know this for me. And I was already practicing. I was working full time, you know, as an assistant and stuff. And I was like, okay, I think I need to call it quits. And then, um, the doctor I was working for, he was just like, you're only applying to two colleges. He's like, if I only applied to two dental schools, I would not be sitting here in front of you. He's like, you need to apply to like, you need to get all of those numbers, like super up. He's like, you need to apply to everywhere you can, everywhere you can think about that's where you need to apply. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, like, well, I won't say thankfully about COVID, but COVID gave me the time to apply to all these different schools Mm because there's so many things you got to enroll in the school. I mean, not all schools, but like there was one school I know I applied in Florida that you had to write like a mini essay. Like it wasn't like a super long, but it was like a page long, like essay of like, why, you know, like, why would you be good as a dental hygienist kind of thing? Like, and just like all of these different things, you have to pay for every application, you know, which is not a lot, but when you do like 10 of them, it was it like all adds up. Yeah. You build 30, 40 bucks yeah, the time I mean, and everything. Like 300 yeah. bucks deep into every application. So oh, yeah. thankfully COVID happened. I had the time at that point, you know, there was that, you know, month or so that, you know, we didn't, weren't allowed to leave the house basically. Mm-hmm. So I was able to like, okay, like this is my time. This was a, a yeah. sign. And honestly this year, if I didn't get in, I was calling it quits. Like I was like, I love dentistry. I'm so passionate about it. I mean, I'm sure you guys probably both know that, but um, I was just, I, I was like, ah, maybe I should switch my career. Like, I don't know. Like, I just didn't know. I yeah, wanted, but I it was, worked out though. You know, like you yeah. said, the money thing, like I, I needed to get, yeah, I needed to step it up a little bit, hey, but you went for it and look you know, where you are now. Yeah. yeah. And that's good advice too, to just keep applying to multiple schools. If you can, if you can move, I always say like, just do them all in your state, everyone. I applied to five. So I think I did about probably about the same five or six. And yeah. Yeah. Got in on my first try from the uh, from the wait list, um, but yeah, I, I did it on good. my first try though. I was uh, waitlisted for three schools. I was the alternate. Yeah, it was like one or two yep. for three schools. I was like, come on. Yeah, that happened to me this the the last like go around. Yeah, and it was funny because actually I, I was waitlisted on at, at this school too, and 
and I got in off the wait list. And that, I think that is a big like thing to talk about too, because I thought you were, I didn't see your name originally. I, I remember thinking that I was like, I don't think he was on. The first I think one. I'm pretty sure I was. I'm, I, I'm maybe I, I want to say you. yes. Um, like I knew it was like two or three. That's why I don't really remember if it, if it was this one, but I want to say definitely. Yes. It, it, I think mine was a little bit different though. For some reason, I think I was waitlisted, mm -hmm. but they were like, yeah, like you'll be good kind of thing. Like, I don't remember exactly yeah. like how that process works, but that's a good thing to talk about for anybody who's trying to get into that's what I was just dental hygiene too. or even dental school. Like if you get waitlisted, like that's not the end of the yeah, journey. Don't get discouraged yeah. for just yeah. because of that. You know, you might, you might even be picked off of that waitlist. I mean, we were, and then it doesn't mean that you're not going to make it next time. Every, every application pool is different. So. And every, yeah, exactly. And every year is different. Like you yeah. don't know, like you might've only missed it by a 10th of a point because yeah. of your GPA or something. So don't give up on it. So I, I got it. Actually, this is a good question for all of us. Um, for whatever reason, what was your school of choice? Like what was like, what, I mean, would it be your hometown just so you like can live at home kind of thing or me, my school choice, because uh, they have a bridge program. So I would have only been in school for a year. Oh, man. But man they that would have been nice. Yeah. And I was talking to them for like a year and they told me everything I needed to do. I even picked up extra classes and then they wouldn't accept my chemistry. Wow. So <laughs> I was like, come See, on. See, but those are the little <laughs> things that it like so it, it makes such a big difference. You're like, oh, shoot. Like, this is this is it. Like, all right. Mm -hmm. I'm now what, you know, kind of thing. But just keep trucking is the is definitely like the the best advice through it and like for me like I actually wanted to move away like I don't know why but I did like I I just wanted to go somewhere different I wanted to go to somewhere by the beach and I ended up getting into that school after I like did everything for this school did you yeah like Aww. after I didn't check but it was just like I think it was I was waitlisted on that program mm -hmm. and then after it was like yeah we're, we're we've accepted you da 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 and I was like oh shoot and I had already done everything for here like even came up here, all of this stuff. And I was like, no, like I accepted the first one for a reason. I'm going to just stick with this. And I didn't want to go through a bunch of hoops of, you know, and, you yeah. know, doing all this. And then now I got to like switch it or whatever. So I just, I just said, I'm, I'm a, yeah. firm, a firm believer that everything happens for a reason though. I feel oh, yeah. like we have like a good group. Definitely. Mm -hmm. And there's like three guys, which is cool. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. If you went to the other one, there probably wouldn't have been any guys. That's <laughs> true. That's a good point. And, and like you said, everything happens for a reason. And we've been so blessed, like coming up here. I mean, where we're at, um, you know, like the cost of living obviously is down and that's Our actually what helped us a lot too. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. was one of the things I wanted to, to kind of dive into, um, specifically with you, like getting a dental hygiene, like you need a good support system. Like, like no matter what, like where you're going or, you know, if you're moving away or in your, even in your hometown, even if you're living at home with your parents, like you still need a good support system. Like, for sure, you know, not everybody is fortunate to even live with their parents or, you know, kind of thing. But mm -hmm. um, for you, I wanted to kind of dive into that because if you're OK, like, I mean, you, you're obviously a mother. Like, that's a big thing. Like, yeah, like taking care of your kid and, and mm -hmm. going to this program and you're working. I mean. You know, kudos to you for sure because you. <laughs> I'm not I'm not even working yeah, and I'm struggling I'm in this program. So, you know, I I kind of wanted to dive into that. Like, how do you like? What would be like you talking to somebody else? Like, what was what would be your advice? Like, one, if you're a mother first and foremost, and two, what what is the biggest hardship that you have in the program? I mean, the biggest hardship is always as a mother, always you know juggling everything at once, but if I was giving advice to somebody that has children, they kind of already understand that. Like once you have kids, it's like you're always, everything's always going on at once. So yeah. it kind of just, it just falls into place. You just got to do what you got to do. Yeah. 
That's I, well. That's your advice right there. You got to yeah. do what you got to do because I mean it is a big thing. It. Yeah. I mean it's hard. I'm not gonna say it's not hard, but I've been. I mean I started dental assisting when Evie was one and a half. Wow. So yeah, I'm, I'm used to it. Oh yeah, that's like a probably like I wouldn't say the worst time. I would say maybe like your first year would probably be like the worst, but yeah, still no, a tough was, time, but yeah, still it yeah. Was. Yeah, yeah, it was they, hard. They can't fend for themselves yet. Like, Mm-mm. you got to, like, do everything. Yeah, that's yeah. hard. Kudos to you. I could not. But then now that it's, like, that you've done it through that, it, it can only yeah. get easier from there. So yeah. you've kind of you managed through the, the tough part. So Yeah, and, like, my thing also being a mom, I'm, like, I don't want to be in school the entire time that she's, you know, all these major years when she's young. I'm like, I just want to get it over with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like for me, I'm like, I just need to get it done. Like now I need to stop dragging it out so I can enjoy my time with my kid. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, well, we're almost there. <laughs> almost, almost done. There. <laughs> there. Yeah. I know we, we, our first episode, we were like three, four months, three months yeah. before we take. Yeah. Let's and now look, just finished our last final for this semester. But like you said, you just got so fast. What? Just school. The whole program. Yeah, it it has flew by yeah it's crazy i feel like at first it dragged a little bit like the first semester i don't know if it was because of covid and everything was online yeah i feel like the first semester kind of like dragged that was like kind of a long period of time for some reason Mm -hmm. but having it in person definitely makes it a lot better yeah definitely makes everything go by yeah faster and yeah you're definitely a lot more engaged and involved than just being at home you can only learn so much through a screen without actually being there and interacting i think that brings it up a lot Mm -hmm. Well, you didn't answer our question, Cody. So what was your school? Yeah, so my school, I, I did want to be near um, hometown where I was. Well, I, I guess not my hometown, but over at FAU. Okay. I was hoping to get in down there. Like you said, I did want to stay close to the beach and all, but I was actually glad I didn't, thinking about it now, because after we came up here, the distraction would have yeah. killed me. And I know it, it kind of affected me when I was in school the first time, and if I would have had that, I would have been like itching to go to the beach or go yeah. surfing because yeah. that's that's my thing. I'm always trying to surf as much as I can. So if we're in class and, and I see that the waves are good, I'm going to be like, oh, I got to get out there. But having that like separation now where I can really sit down and focus and not worry about those distractions, I wouldn't have been able to do it going through a program like this Yeah, and having that in my backyard. I don't think I could have well, done that's, it. But that's your mindset. Like for anybody going into dental school or like they want to go to their place that they've always dreamed of mm-hmm. going to or living. But at the same time, like you said, the distraction, that's huge. Like Yeah. And it's honestly, I didn't even think about it until I was here and, and then it really wasn't a factor anymore. Yeah. So I'm kind of glad, like you said, everything happens for a reason. So it might've been meant to be that. Yeah, that I came up here, but going on the whole support system thing, I was also going to an area six hours from where I was at. I was like, I don't know anything about up here. I don't know any, but people up yeah. here. Yeah, and we all moved up here. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, where none of us are locals in this program, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's kind of brought like all of us together a little bit more because we all kind of didn't really know anybody. So correct, and being with each other as much as we are. kind of all helped that and we all kind of supported each other that we were kind of our own system going into it yeah for sure yeah no i agree with that and and you know like we we talked about on one of the episodes like me and you like being two guys like you brought Mm -hmm. it up like the guys in the program like it's definitely helped you know both of us like not you know being you know saying that the guy part helped but you know being able to connect like one on, on the first episode like i told the story of how me and cody like first like had our first interaction and um it's helped us you know but you have like 
in regards to the support system, like you have like your close friends that you study with or you help, you know, they help you study or, Mm -hmm. you know, so forth, because that is the biggest part is the support system. And I think they tell you that when you apply, like make sure you have a support system. And I think maybe that was even one of the applications I filled out was a question like, who's your support system? How are you going to get through this program? Because it is a full-time program. You can't. Mm-hmm. but some people do some people are able to work full-time and stuff like that i could not imagine that yeah. but I, I i know people that have done it yeah no i'm working one day that's enough yeah <laughs> um, so to touch on the guy side of it how did you feel about like having guys seeing other guys being in the program like had you have you seen that before in any of the offices that you worked in as an assistant or even like assisting school i mean i guess what's your whole perspective on it how do, how do you take it there was two guys in the class below me for assisting. I didn't have any in mine. I've never worked with any um, male assistants. Um, hygiene. I know. I know personally. I know two guy hygienists. Okay. They work for the same company as me, and I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome that you guys are doing it for sure. Because there's like a lot of guys that I don't know. They they're like oh, it's kind of like more like for females. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know for sure. Yep. We, yeah, so like we there ha- needs we, to be more guys. Yeah, it's cool. Well, we have a, we have obviously a whole episode dedicated to this. I think that's actually probably our next episode. So um, we're gonna we're gonna talk all about that and dive into it. But we mm-hmm. wanted to get like obviously an outsider's perspective on it because you know it is like I guess like a trending topic like as far as like with us you know like yeah we need more men. <laughs> but but why too? Like if you don't mind me asking, like why 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 specifically? Like you don't have to be like too in depth, I guess, in a way, but just like a vague, like, I mean, so for me working in a dental office with all women, it's kind of like, it's empowering. My last office was like 18 women. So I thought it was really cool. There was like not a single guy in the office, Mm -hmm. but then at the same time, it's like, you know, there's like drama and stuff. So it's nice to have guys kind of like break that up. Yeah. They, they just do naturally. They do. So yeah. That what I, what I said on, you know, what I, my biggest thing is balance. Yeah. It's just a balance. Like it doesn't matter which way you put it. It doesn't have to be specifically drama, you know, induced. It's just a balance of things. I mean, you worded it better than me. Even if you look at it the other way, say there's, there's five guy hygienists in an office and that office is only male hygienists. Exactly. You still want a a bit of a balance. You don't want all of one or the other. Yeah. Well, for me, you know, I was always blessed that, you know, any doctors I worked for, like, were not like, you know, there was always diversity and I felt like diversity in any type of business is, can be successful if it's done right, because you have that balance. Yeah. You know, you you have all of these different things, you Mm -hmm. know, and I, I don't know, like for me, it's also cool. Like it's, it keeps it interesting. It keeps it fun. It's not always like so far as like the drama. And that's why, that's why like I, I wanted to ask you too, because it is that common perception of it, but it's just the balance of it. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like you worded it better than me because I don't want it to seem like, oh, <laughs> it's just drama when it's all women. Cause it's not, but um, yeah. Cause you yeah. have your best friends. Like, you yeah, know, of like, course. But, but yeah, it's just, it's nice to have diversity and balance. Yeah. For sure. All right. I like that. That was a good uh, discussion there on that. And I think we might have to have, uh, a little more talk about some other things with that later on down the road. Part two episode. Stay tuned. Maybe. All right. So it's time for the segment. So let me play the the, the sound first and then, then we'll explain it a little bit. I think it's, it's pretty self-explanatory though. <laughs> Dental terms 102. All right. 
So dental terms. I know the last final was today. I already said that, but I'm still going to be quizzing you guys. So just hold on to me a little bit more. I just have a term. It's the term of the day. And then we're going to see if you guys know it. I think you will be able to pick up on this one, both um, having uh, previous experience in the field. All this right, was something go. that you dealt with before. Let's right, see. Let's so today's it. word is a periapical abscess. Oh, man. That, that's a pretty easy one, dude. That's what for you, got you for us. you guys have been in doing radiology for six years. All right, do you want us to tell? Well, us? that's all I got for it today. Right. That's whatever. That's a good one. But so part of the reason why we're doing the dental term segment is because it's kind of helping us like study as well. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's certain words like I I got Cody with a really good word. I think it's next episode. Yeah, next episode is a great word. But um, it's just part of like our studying, kind of just kind of you know keep going in the material and okay. also just reviewing the material. Because I don't but, know, we each don't know the word that we're bringing. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like on the spot kind of thing, and he doesn't know what I'm gonna you know what my word is. So every episode okay. we alternate. So so Mariah periapical abscess. It's like self-explanatory. <laughs> What I, I'm giving you the definition. Yeah, tell me. Just it doesn't have to be the, the what you the, think the, about it. Like what the definition it? that you're gonna find in a textbook, but or how you remember it. Yeah, if you have any like little tips or tricks or like looking at it on a radiograph. Any of it. A lucency. There you go. So radio lucency. It's a radio lucency at the on apex. The, on a, yeah, on the apex of a root of a tooth. And the reason that there's a lucency is because the infection is eaten at the bone, so it's just like a. Void. And that's where it's draining down to. Yeah, that's a good um, definition. It can drain out through a sinus tract or it can drain through your sinuses up mm-hmm. if it's a maxillary yeah if it's maxillary yeah. yeah and when you see them on the on an x-ray down at the bottom kind of that that radiolucency circle it's because it's drained down gotcha the pus <laughs> is drained down the exudate i was gonna say that was gonna be another term if you didn't say the exudate. right word <laughs> But yeah, yeah, so anyways, that's just kind of like our little study thing. We're, we're trying to do that every episode. So when we have, you know, obviously like we incorporate our studying a little bit into it. So we got to do some Jeopardy now. Right? Some Jeopardy. <laughs> See, but isn't it fun? Like, so if you have any words, you can pass them on to me yeah. since my words are apparently too easy. No, so I wasn't gonna too need a good easy. one next time. That was just probably for us. Try to get a hard one. <laughs> yeah, for, for us. Well, like I just remember the, I guess that's why I wanted to bring it. Was the, I remember the first time I saw one on an x-ray and You're at like, first I was like, this? yeah, because it was, it's. It caught my eye. Like you can clearly yeah. tell, and I was like, "Whoa!" It's, it's it's so weird too how it's usually just like a clear circle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know the actual um, meaning of the circle, particularly. Like why doesn't it like go into like a web? Like what you it's know? It's a like- cyst. It's like a sack. Okay. So like when you well, do I an mean, extraction and you know, like when you do an extraction. Yeah, the granulated tissue. Like, yeah, well they like, you know, they curatage and they pull out that sack. It's like this big jelly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's why. It's filled with exudate. I just yeah, I, it's just this big glob of tissue. I know it's fine. And it's very painful <laughs> yes. for the patient. Sometimes, yeah. some you, those ones I know, but that, that's the difference between a periapical abscess and like a granuloma. A granuloma is not pus, and it's not um something pus. It's not painful. <laughs> you can say pus. It's, it's, it's I know, pus. Pus <laughs> Putting them on the spot. Yeah, it's painful because there's pressure. But if it starts yes. um, draining, it won't be as painful anymore. Correct. And then a lot of times, like, the dentist can drain it. Say if a patient comes in with one. Yeah. My dentist actually didn't like to drain them because she said it just promotes more bacteria. So Yeah, because all that's got to go somewhere. I've never yeah. seen that procedure. That'd be interesting. I've, I've, I'm YouTubing drained, later. I've drained some things before. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I mean, there's certain things like, like that for me, like with... um. What is it? Dry sockets. 
Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when something gets caught in there and like that, that extra day that gets built up in there, like for me, it was so satisfying. So. All right. Probably a little gross, but yeah. Yeah. No, that we all are in the, in this field. We I are not gross. Yeah. We are, we are our dental hygienists. We are the cleanest people you'll ever meet. Yeah. But the, the but field is the gross. gross. <laughs> we like the gross Who stuff. Who loves digging stuff off of people's teeth? Like. That's what we, we do. do. <laughs> exactly. It's gross to most people. Yeah. That's true. That's true. All right. So, so you want to touch on the giveaway a little bit? How yeah. that's going to be going? So I guess favorite part of the episode, we're doing a giveaway with Mariah. So she's going to do a giveaway on her Instagram. And basically it's going to be pretty, um, pretty simple. Hopefully you guys are obviously following us on Instagram, but go and follow her first and foremost. And she's going to have all the instructions on her page. So it's going to be basically just post on your story like the post and then probably just like comment something that you did it completed um, in the comments and make sure you follow obviously both of us we will double check that once we do the um, drawing I guess for the winner we'll just do it like on random.org or whatever and we'll just make sure you're following us and then we're gonna give something away do you want to say what it is Mariah yeah we're gonna do um, a water pick sidekick 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 and, and that's gonna be on dental girl chronicles correct. and because teeth because teeth instagram so make sure you follow us if you have any questions you can probably just message either one of us but we're hosting it on her page it's gonna be like a collaboration so i guess it'll be on kind of both of our pages but we're doing this to show thanks for coming on the episode mm-hmm. and yeah. also to to get some more followers and hopefully you know everyone in our program will Want to in, at least yeah. enter and get a free water, sidekick water pick. I don't know the actual price cost on that, but I know when we had the presentation on water pick, I was like, yeah, I'm getting one of those. But yeah, I ended up getting like three of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you stocked up. I didn't get but, any. I'm jealous. <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to do that giveaway. So other than that, we appreciate you, Mariah. Thanks yeah, for thank coming on for the episode. Thanks today. for all the knowledge. I think we're probably going to want a part two if you agree to that. Of course. Yeah, let this her know in the fun. comments you want us to bring her back on here. <laughs> like, please, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Mariah's the new host. No, there we I'm go. Just um, but yeah, so we appreciate you. Thank you. Follow us on Instagram. If you're listening on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube and go on our Spotify podcast. If you're just listening on YouTube, you can listen to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's about it. Come back next one for episode D. Episode D. All right. We'll see you later. Bye, guys. Why do we do it? Because Because teeth. teeth.